Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, Estes, and welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Uh, I feel like this is just like a good old-fashioned episode, and uh, I thought I was going to have some special kind of intro, but hanging with my besties, Craig and Mr. Nick Norris, and uh, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Craig, are you at? Craig's at home. Craig's in yeah, the I'm podcast in the, studio. I Not am. at home. And Nick Paul is moonshining. Yeah, he's shining. He's got a still out in the mountains. That's why he looks so tired. And our elf in the shelf, as Craig once called him, which made me laugh out loud. Our elf in the yeah, shelf. Yeah, now everybody in... keeps DMing us that. It's like, oh, you guys really? got a shirt with Nick as an elf on the shelf. I'm I like, think it's really funny. funny. All y'all. That is funny. <laughs> Not that small. Dude, I don't think that's what it is yeah. at all. It's just like a funny. And our elf on the shelf, Mr. Nick Norris. I uh yeah I'm in Delaware. My parents or I mean I'm in Charleston. My parents. <laughs> I love it. Chris, do you know where he is? No, I just pictured a flight board in my head. Um, Austin and I got to work out today, which was great, and with everybody stays. Tell you how good that that felt. It was so, yeah, it was a it good just, one. It just felt so good to after a long week of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and eating like crazy and. As, as one should. I mean, if you're calorie counting over Thanksgiving, then then I don't know what's worse. To calorie count on Thanksgiving or if your family runs 5Ks. I, to I, calorie I count. No, it's a toss-up. I actually, I do it a lot of times, but this one I told Paige. I was, she was like, you're not even going to snack with me. And I was like, yes, I will. And I, my dessert intake um, was through the roof. I didn't have um, any dessert now were. that I'm thinking about it. I didn't have any oh, dessert. I had, a, I had an eggnog. I had pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie. It was when, pretty um, much that. Fudge, when, chocolate, or I mean chocolate brownies with peanut butter on the inside and vanilla ice cream on top. Damn, Craig, that is hardcore. Sounds amazing. It sounds super delicious. So normally the desserts that we have, and Thanksgiving's over, but pecan pie and pumpkin pie and it's like choose one of the two boom boom do and you like, like want to get pecan pie i do i love it and if you want to get fancy then it's then you just put on a scoop of uh, vanilla ice cream and but i didn't have any dessert and it's not because i cool want it guy. i just don't remember it when yeah, i pumpkin pie when, and cool whip are great when uh page says to you i want you to snack with me what does that mean what are you what are you snacking on? Just like when we're hungry, like eat whatever you want to eat. Don't be like mm, mm, yeah. all healthy. Um, be cool, Craig. Don't be all if, healthy nerd. and uncool. Yeah, like don't make me eat dessert alone. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and like one of our, like we, we go through some bad candy phases, like at night. Like we love uh mike and ike's but like different like the tropical or the sour mike and ike's we we tear up and don't i know it by the way because when i when i go home and i spend an extended period of time with my dad he has such a sweet tooth craig and like i watch him you know and he doesn't even know it you know and he'll devour like a half a bag of you know whatever the hell and then I get these crazy cravings as well. And I'll like I'll devour just like a whole thing of you know Mike and Ike's or this or that. And I'm like, oh my God, 
I sell my dad's son. Yeah. <clears throat> I like chocolate. I'm in a chocolate covered almond kick. Craig, chocolate covered almonds <clears throat> and chocolate covered um Prizzles. No, cashews. Chocolate covered cashews oh. are Turtles. my No, 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 no. That that's a whole different ballgame. But no, just a chocolate covered cashew. Are oh, like my all time favorite like, candy. I've never had a chocolate covered cashew. Really? Never seen one. I found some protein uh packed like chocolate covered almonds that I like to snack on. Uh it's probably not that healthier, but it is, is it dark uh, chocolate. Is yeah, dark I'm a dark chocolate, chocolate dark chocolate yeah, guy. Like too. a little bit sweet and dark chocolate. Yeah. Uh popcorn is our like are we snacking? That's gonna be some popcorn. I uh I just watched the movie Genie right up my alley. Even a stretch for me, but did you guys see that? No, but I did see it on my, you know, watch list or, or... Peacock <clears throat> watch has it, it for free. Okay, Peacock, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, um, yeah Genie, what is it exactly? Mc... Because obviously the only thing that I thought of was Aladdin. Yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Do I say your name wrong? No, no Melissa, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. So I came to the realization that she's my favorite actress. Wow, Craig, that is a hot take i'm not saying that it's a bad take i just, just saying that's really funny in, to me. i can click on and watch it like like i can't usually watch movies more than once but anything with her in i can watch over and over <clears> and they just make me she just makes me happy i don't know she's my feel-good right. actress of All this right. decade for me i'm thinking of two specific roles that i love her in one is the heat where she plays yeah. opposite of sandra bullock and the scene where they're in the bar and I know it's the most played scene, you know, they have like a wild night and she's like, we gotta get the hell out of here. And she picks up that head. She thinks is, you know, Melissa McCarthy and it's like a biker dude. She's like, yeah. Whoa. So, um, I, I, I so, so, so appreciate the self deprecation from Melissa McCarthy for sure. I think that she's like a goat of that. And then the other one is obviously bridesmaids. Her role is quite hysterical. Yeah. She's really funny in Spy, too. Oh, no, no. Wait, yeah. Um, with Jude Law. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, and the uh, Taken guy. Oh, wait, Statham. am I a Melissa McCarthy fan? I didn't Statham. even think of that. Like, that never even entered my mind, but I, but I think I am. What? Oh, the, that yeah. I'm a fan like, of Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Tammy, she's funny in when she's steal. Well, no, then she's got the identity yep. theft with Jason Bateman. Um, <laughs> the Heat is one of the best though with Sandra Bullock. Like you're just, it's hard to beat that one. Uh, I don't know, man. Bridesmaids is like the best one where she's convinced yeah, that you great. know that that you know her husband in real life. I don't know why I did that because it is her husband in real life is uh, an air marshal, and <laughs> she's like, "Come on, I know it." I know it. And then, and then shit goes down. He's like, you're under arrest because I'm an air marshal. She's like, I knew it. She yeah, puts funny. her leg like over her head. Um, um, speaking of so things yeah, that you're watching, Craig. Okay. So you watch Genie. Do you want to give me well, like, let, a, quick, yeah. a quick little rundown? Well, tell everyone what it is. It's a Christmas movie and she's a genie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A lot of, there's, there's, um, you just have to be in a mood to watch like a fun you know, don't argue about plot holes movie. 
and it's great. I, um, <clears throat> okay. So first off, thank you for that, Craig. If anyone's been on our pillows and beer tour, Craig, Craig, you know, kind of makes fun of himself that he has a, uh, inability to, to land the plane. And I'd say he landed the plane super quickly with that synopsis of genie. <laughs> it is it a does. movie about Open Christmas up. and she's a genie. Okay. Check it's, out. I mean, that's it. That's the movie and it's great. <clears throat> um, Okay, now imagine that you are um, Siskel and Ebert, or is it Roger and Ebert? Is it, is it, imagine that you're the movie critic, guys. Roger What Ebert. do you – yeah, but there's two of them, right? There's Siskel and Ebert. Who, who are these people? I probably wouldn't get along That's with these who, people. That's who, like, like, before Rotten Tomatoes and shit, it was like Siskel and Ebert give it a two thumbs up. Like, oh, yeah. you always saw that oh. in previews well, for they movies. definitely – all of my favorite movies they hated and – the movies that they liked, I probably hated. Okay, well, that's like my next point. So I want you to tell me what. Okay, fine. You are Rotten Tomatoes, Craig. Craig yes. rating seven point five. Okay. See. To, to seven now, we, now we have to look it up, right? Because I don't. Okay, so a seven point eight. Let's just say critics, that is a seventy percent. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, the critics are going to give it a. 18 to 22. Uh, 29%. Okay. See. So I said 18 to 22. Um, and But what's the user rating? Uh, um, it's loading. Uh, user rating is a 68. So you're so a little above that. You're a little above yeah, that. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't that drastically off for, okay. for me? Okay. And now I'm appreciative of this conversation because... I just had a convo where I watched a movie. I thought it was awesome. Just like you just said, 7.8 for God's sakes, guys. Like that means that that is a really good movie. If it is rated that. Well, on I would never give. <clears throat> Wait, what? 68? No, I said 78. Rotten Tomatoes said 68. Yeah. No, Rotten Tomatoes said 16. Wait, what did Rotten Tomatoes say, Nick? The oh, audience score was 68. The Rotten right. Tomatoes, like the tomato meter score was 29%. <laughs> Okay, it's so, so this dumb. Is, I said seventy five at first, but I love her. So seventy. If she wasn't in this movie, I would have given it a six out of ten. Okay, like, well, that's so, what IMDb gave. It, so so okay. I just watched a movie. I rewatched one right that I've seen a bunch of times because I like doing that and. I loved it, right? And I was like, you know, man, I've never, you know, looked it up. And it got just a terrible score. And I'm like, what do I not see that all these critics see where they just like want to shit on a movie that we love? I don't I don't get it. Well, so that's what that uh, new uh, comedy with uh, Bill Burr is pretty much. It got like a 28%. And that's pretty much what his goal was because it's him pretty much just doing jokes that all, all these newer people think isn't – they're like – Oh, this is just, he's going, just making fun of everybody just to make fun of. I go, yeah, that's the point of the movie. He's making fun of you people. Yeah. What was it called? I saw that. Is it like, like old dads or old guys or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Austin, it's, what was yours? Uh, I just watched Tag. Have oh, y'all seen Tag? Uh, Jeremy Renner. With Jeremy Renner, with John Hamm, with, uh, uh, Ed, with Ed Helms, with the guy from New Girl, uh, Jake. Jake, I don't know, but I love him. He's my favorite. And the cast is all-star. It's hilarious. And it's about this group of friends 
and it's a based on a true story about this group of friends that has played a consistent game of tag every year during the month of May. They've been playing it for 30 years and a New York Times article was written about it and they like dress up in, you know, disguise and it's just like an excuse to visit friends and to tag, you know, someone, but it's only during the month of May. Anyways, they did a remake of it or not a remake, but it's a true story. And I love it. I mean, I cry at the end. I absolutely. It was hard for me to follow. Yeah. Oh. And if there's not a happy ending, I don't know. I have like a negative feeling towards this movie. But like Tommy Boy got 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that to me is just. Dude, it is about a friend group, Craig. And and I don't want to spoil the ending, but. I feel like I was stressed out during it. So I need to re. I don't know. Yeah. And to Rotten Tomatoes, I cannot. Because movies that I think are awesome, Rotten Tomatoes things suck. So there's that. Well, <clears throat> here's a crazy thing about movies. <laughs> you know us, the Craig. movie Kazam with Sinbad when we were little? Yeah. When Sinbad was a genie? No, I think that was Shaq. Yes, yeah, Shaq, but there was one Shaq with Sinbad, too. There was one with Sinbad. Kazam was Shaq. Oh. oh. And so... I've been on this, um, damn it. I forget what it's called. Basically the movie never existed. And the movie, what they're saying now is that the movie never existed. And he came out Sinbad and was like, this movie never existed. It's a like rumor that went around when we were nine years, like, you know, back like 10 years ago and it just took off. And he's like, I never made that movie. And everyone's like, yes, you did. Like we all watched that movie when we were kids. And it's called the, like, you know how Bernstein Bears is spelled differently now? It's like, it's all the effect that, like, time travel is real. And there's shit that we remember as kids that doesn't exist anymore. And, like, they're getting, it's harder and harder to hide it. Like, they're just. Okay. So that is the rumor. It's, if you go, it's like 1994. <laughs> it's some, a bunch of articles on Sinbad playing uh-huh. Kazam. Then the real movie is Shaq with Kazam in it. No, no but I remember watching the movie with Sinbad. That's the thing. I remember watching it. Whoa, wait. Are you telling me that that I couldn't find this if I Googled it? No. Sinbad. You can't go find it anymore. And now people on TikTok Kazam. have the VHSs, and they're like, guys, I have the VHS video. We found Sinbad's Shazam genie movie. So it's Shazam. Oh, not it's Kazam. called the Mandela Effect. It's called the Mandela Effect. So the Mandela effect is, I should have started by telling you guys this. So the Mandela effect describes a phenomenon when a large group of people adopt a false memory about the same event or image, usually one associated with history or pop culture. So there's like, like here, like Nelson, it comes from Nelson Mandela's death because he died in 2013, except like most people were like countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in 1980. Why are you doing this to me today, Craig? Okay. okay. <laughs> Great um, full deep dive. What, so what's the like, difference between that Like remember in Britney Spears, because this is the opposite. They're trying, they're wipe, trying to wipe our memories. Like remember when, Brit, like, okay, did Britney Spears wear a headset in the Oops, I Did It Again video or did she not? Dude, I'm reading about, you know, Shazam. Say it again to me, Craig. Okay. Did Britney Spears, remember in her Oops, I Did It Again outfit, like in the music video, did she wear <laughs> that, a headset? My, that is one I 100% knew that I liked 
curls. Okay. Did she do wear the, remember she wore that headset microphone or did she not wear the headset? She absolutely did, man. It's been a costume for years and years and years. Yeah. So if you look it up, she was never wearing the headset ever. And that's why people are like, yes, she was. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. People wear the headset because she wore the headset during tour always. Like that's why they wear the headset. Okay, well, do you think peanut butter's caught Jiff, or was it ever caught Jiffy? <laughs> it's um, Jiffy. Yeah, it Craig, was never caught Craig Jiffy. Craig was so ready for what? me to you know, debunk that one. Um, so this is like all like the people. So this is like goes along with like the movie quotes that are always m- remembered wrong. Like it's yeah. you does know, curious it's like George have a tail? No. Yes. No, he does not have a tail. Is it sex in the city or sex and the city? Sex and the city. Austin's good at these. Well, he's just watching okay. that show. That doesn't count. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh. Um, like, does really the Monopoly man have a monocle? Yes. Yes. No. He's never had a monocle in the history of our lives. <laughs> what? Dude, if you watch Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Not, it's, it's not in there anymore. He punches like the guy it. in the face, yeah. and then he goes, "Look, it's the Monopoly man." Yeah. And he, he's a monocle, and he's like, Bleh. "Yeah, well, he's he never had a monocle in the game." Like the Fruit of the Loom one's bad. Okay, yeah, I don't want to know it, or maybe I do. No, 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 hit me with it. It's just got like a basket in the fruit picture, but like there's it's fruit in a basket, but like the basket never existed. Okay, well, I have something for you know Shazam. Okay, so trivia. Fake Fruit Loops commercial plays for two seconds halfway through the video with a fake box spelled with fruit instead of a F-R-O-T. And someone commented, how people are saying this is fake is beyond me because I have an actual VHS tape of the movie. It was made in 94 and it's a real movie as dumb as it is. It is real. So then prove it. Prove it, little kid, whoever posted this because... I don't see anything on YouTube about this Shazam movie. Prove it. Shazam. Well, Lucy, you have some explaining to do. It was never said in I Love Lucy. What? Yeah, no, it's like Luke, I am your father isn't the quote. It's like something completely. It. That's yeah. Anyway, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, he never said Luke. I'm not your like. I'm not your father. Or, yeah, I'm your no, father. Luke. I'm I'm your father. Yeah, that's not what he no, says. He not, says something else. Not what and there's like a bunch of movie quotes like that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break while <laughs> you guys look that up. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Welcome back, Pillows and Beer. Thank you to all of our besties. We miss seeing you guys in person, but fortunately, we get to do that. December 10th in New Orleans. Get your tickets now. Uh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Later tonight, look up the Mandela effect. Um, I'll be back on tour because I'm, I'm sick and tired of not being on tour. I know, right? A week ago, uh, a week ago I feel like I, I was in Houston. Houston. Because we were. Yeah, that's true. Because we were. Did you see the clip of the deer walking through the thermal ponds in Yellowstone? I know Nick did. Uh, what's a thermal pond? It's supposed to be like 300 degrees. Kind of like an oil spill, I guess, would be a way to describe it. But they say it's yeah. dangerous for like people to walk in, and then this deer like, was you... just walking in it. 
and drinking in okay. it. And so what does that mean? The deer is going to like grow, grow gills and live under the sea and under the or lake. Or it's just not dangerous and they lie to us for some reason. Ah. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. I'm, I just see, you see stuff like um, all the time in national parks. You, you guys, I can't keep up with you guys. I, Nick, you are, you are of the same mindset as Craig, 100%. And it cracks me up all the time that you two are texting behind my back. You just and have our we, eyes wide open. <laughs> oh my God. Hold on. Uh, okay. No, no, no. I cannot look up every single thing that you guys say. Okay. So, so then Craig obviously thinks that pandas can be hijacked and cause they have operating systems and they can. No, they're people. They're not robots. They're oh, people. right. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're, Although they're I think the robot spies. thing might be more realistic. I've, I've never asked you this, Nick, and uh, I probably should cause you're probably of the exact same mindset as Craig. Do you think that they're people? No, they're real. Yeah. yeah I'm well, not clearly. <laughs> haven't looked that hard. Well, whose eyes are shut now? You okay? Do you think the sun bear? Do you think the sun bear was a person though? Like the zoo that did get caught putting a human in the bear costume? But that's bears, what this all comes from. Didn't they? Were small. Weren't they no, like so that. so adamant? They're like, dude, it's not a human. It is a real life. Well, they put like I mean, there are like zookeepers that will like wear panda suits so they look like pandas when they go in. No, I know that, but this is where, um, so this is where the, well, how I know pandas don't exist. Um, it's the Sunbear video. Our comments aren't working for some reason. Oh, there's the private chat. Um, go to this link. I also think that they probably put them in one because they didn't have one or one of them was sleeping or something. And they're like, all right, all right. All right, Tony, which of course was not his name. All right, Tony, give him hell and put on a show tonight. You know, put on that costume, yeah. give him hell. And Click then, on that. Oh my God. That is, that is a 45 year old man with a suit on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That is. But, okay. Hilarious. Do you think that's a person or not? That's a hundred percent. I literally can <laughs> see where his top half comes disconnected with his bottom half. So I would have to say that. <laughs> Craig's so going to open his zoo. It's going to be all we'll people. We'll put it on our. Uh, no, that's so creepy Wait, to me. Hold. So we'll put that on our dude. Instagram. Hold on. I think this is real. No, it is real, Austin. This is oh. where it all comes from. No, like oh, the animal's oh. not real, but they tried. Like the zoo is saying that it's real, and like all well, the that's news what I'm saying, outlets, dude. I'm I, I'm saying that I think it's an actual bear, not a human. Oh, they're easily fooled. They're four to five <laughs> feet long. That doesn't look like it's four to five feet long to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're easily fooled. the The logo on its chest reminds me of the Wu Tang Clan symbol, which cracks me up a little bit. So maybe you're right. It's it's almost like wow. Be a little more original if you're going to try. I'm to glad you. I'm glad you entertain our our emotions. Um, it was crazy driving through the Catskills uh, this weekend. I I definitely was looking for giants, and I've never done that before. Like I was looking up at the like the the skyline, like looking to see if I could see any like telephone poles moving. 
what are the uh what what are the giants of the cat skills look like craig uh like big stickmen really like walking telephone poles so now we're talking like some lord of the rings type shit if you look up giants on TikTok, you'll see it. But everyone that comes out and talks about giants keeps turning up dead. Okay. I am noticing a very serious trend here where every one of your conspiracy theories in your mind is confirmed because TikTok. TikTok said it. Not TikTok confirmed. It. it instigates it. Okay. It's TikTok. called... It's called conspiracy. It's called talk. being under the age of 25 and making TikToks because you want clicks and likes and it's clickbait. And Craig, it seems that you're privy to the TikTok conspiracy theories. Yeah, I've been in some dark holes with them. <laughs> um, but like, you know, they ran electricity to some of the pyramids. That wasn't a conspiracy. They did find like electricity run to like, I think King Tut's tomb or something. But like what they need electricity for. What did King Well, that's the thing. Them? Like some of the technology like around the pyramids is crazy. Like we actually couldn't build the pyramids today. Like we don't yeah. have the technology to do it. Yeah. I don't even know how. Yeah. I mean, just lots and lots of manual labor. Yeah. Which is nuts. Um, and there's been lots. more advancements in technology in the last 20 years than there has been in like the last 10,000 years. Yeah. So like did an alien come like teach us some stuff or is Elon Musk an alien? That's, that's a question we should all ask ourselves. That is actually a good question. And um, lizard person like, or alien, or is that the same thing? He's who? a mole person. The lizard people. You've got to know that one. No, that's a little advanced for me. Oh, you should, it was oh, mole people. All right, Craig, tonight, look into oh, the boy. lizard people. Okay, I will. Hey, we haven't done questions from our besties in a while. Austin, you think we should do one? Yeah, let's do a couple. God, I mean, you guys got me wrapped, dude. My search history now, like, <laughs> the FBI is going to kick in my door because every single thing that you guys just said, I straight up Googled. Take the attention stopped. off us. Yeah. God. I'm being manipulated right now. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of earlier that I was going to read a question. Like, I had a burning question on, on my mind and I was like, I'm going to read this question and Craig and Nick are going to be like, wait, I don't see this question. And we're going to be like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like someone wrote this question, but <laughs> and just pretend that someone wrote it. Be like, Nick, you weirdo. And then and we'll get y'all to answer it. <laughs> Um, Austin is okay. hacked. Just read one. it. What, okay, so <laughs> yeah, what's your exactly. question? No, no, no. I don't remember, man. Otherwise, I just would have read it and not said anything. Um, okay, but I'm going to choose one right here. I am newish to the podcast, and I've been catching up on some episodes. You two give Nick a hard time when he's talking about bringing a date to his cousin's wedding. So when is it okay to bring a date these days? I have been seeing a girl for a few months. She's met my brother only. My cousin is getting married the second week of December. She's a huge Christmas person. I'm not in the wedding, but it is a family affair. Can I bring a date? Well, yeah, of course you can bring a date. Yeah, definitely. If you like this yeah. girl, bring her. What a perfect, this is, this is actually describing the perfect, like, this is a layup. This is a layup. It's not a weird, like, holiday or too intimate or not intimate enough. It's a, a an event that you have zero control over. And you get a plus this one is, and yeah. you're just going to support. This is what we call an open net 
there is not a goalie there at all, and you are right in front of the goal. It's tapping that. Open that. Nick, why why the facial expressions? Because you on, and also like, no, Nick, you can't bring a date to your cousin's wedding. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, your wait, date was on, different. On. Tell I mean, me the your context. situation was different. Tell me the context, because I don't remember this, and I feel like we both would have said the exact same thing. Like, yes, I do love to give Nick a hard time, but we love him dearly. But tell me the context, Nick. Well, I wasn't bringing a girl I was dating to for say, but could be. Well, yeah, dating. this guy's been like with this person for a couple months. That's a long time. So you wanted to do it as a first Nick? date? Not a first date, but it'd be the first time meeting the family. But I was also doing the wedding, and you guys said that'd be too much for the poor girl to have to hang out by well, herself. I I do think yeah. that this sounds like you were swinging for being the fences. Like, all right, let's just like throw her, let's bring her to the wedding, and then yeah, she would have had to hang out you know, solo. You're in the wedding. Would you have introduced her to your family if it wasn't for the wedding? That's the thing. If you're ready to introduce her to your family. Yeah. And the wedding's fine. But I was in the wedding. Well, I was doing the wedding, I should say. I yeah, you were officiating. Yeah. I brought a girl to meet my family at church for Easter. That's the first time that they met. <laughs> so there's just no talking. And they're just judging her out how she prays. And she has to be like, do I sing or do I not sing? Like, dude, do I put money I'll in just there? Gotta be more like, than a wedding. Like, I don't. <laughs> do they hold hands with her like during our father? I don't know, man. You should ask her. It's Madison. Oh, that's funny. Literally, the first time she met my family, it was at church and she had she had every reason to run but yeah so nick i can't give you shit like i can give advice but i can't take you guys are advice. such your own personalities now that it's hard to right remember right. like imagine back in those days i know i agree and that's how you it's... guys dated i know <laughs> that's funny all right craig choose one I, I don't mean to laugh but we've all like it just everyone goes through this but I'm in love with my best friend who moved back home. In love with best friend who moves back home in a year and a half. Do I wait and hope for the best or end my friendship with her so I can move on? You don't well, you end don't. your friendship with her. But you also don't wait and hope for the best. Like, here's the thing. You and, okay. no, I don't think... Look, if you fell for this girl, then your friendship means nothing after. Like, if she, if you're not going to date her, then you're not going to stay friends with her because your heart will never be able to handle it. And, like, the girl that you date next will not be okay with it. So you might as well tell this person how you feel because she either feels the same way or she's going to move on with her life. But keeping her within arm's length but not I, – I, I just think it's black and white. You're either yeah, going to stay – Yeah, I just – yeah. I just think that the way that they positioned this question, <clears throat> Nick, is that you yeah. you you answered your yeah. own question, right? Or, or, or no, you wanted yes, us to answer this question. Like you wanted us to be like, "What? Come on, man! What are you kidding? You know, do I wait and hope for the best? 
I don't think there's any person on planet Earth that would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah just wait, just keep on waiting, just, just yeah, don't waiting. waste your life away. Like, I don't think there's any person on planet Earth. You, you know that you wanted us to both say, get your feet out of the mud and make a move, make a move. Well, that well, also like, don't. A year and a half is a long time, my dude. I also want to break long your time. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think what you mean by end my friendship with her means that you can't just be friends with her anymore. Like, I think you're basically telling yourself, me hanging out with her as a friend, I can't handle anymore. So, no, you don't have to end your friendship with her, but you can be mature and tell her, which, look, 80% of the time doesn't work out. But you have to start putting space between you and the girl who you're in the friend zone with regardless because you got to move on with your life. But don't be an asshole and tell her your feelings because who knows? You could be in the 20% where she feels the same way and then you guys hook up once or twice and you both realize like, all right, it was the idea that I was in love with, but we get to be happy and we can stay friendly and let's go live our lives. Last thing that I want to say about this because we've covered it thoroughly, but definitely if and when you do make your move, make it very known that this time is going to be different than just like a friend hanging out, going to the movies. Like, hey, I want to take you on a date as a person of you know interest that I want you to see me as a person of interest. Just make it known. Don't don't be like, well, I took mm. her out and then I didn't know if I should kiss her or not. Well, yeah. if you make it known, then all that becomes so much easier. And then she can either say, you know, I, yes. I love you as a, as a friend or like I'll go to the movies as a friend, but I don't think we should do that but or she'll be like yeah let's see at least the option will be out there for for her to <laughs> say yes or no like oh i just want to be friends or like oh i love the assertiveness um we're gonna take one more quick commercial break we'll be right back with some updated charleston rex welcome back to pillows and beer check out www.pillowsandbeer.com for our tour live tour tickets and some merch and all things pillow and beer follow us on instagram pillows the letter and beer um let's do another question then we'll be back with charleston rex i think it's funny thanksgiving holidays over but christmas is coming up or um or hanukkah or whatever you celebrate or if you whatever you know what i mean family time's coming up how do you handle arguments over the holidays? I know it's coming and everyone handles it differently. Some dive into it and others just walk away. Kwanzaa? You, I haven't. Yeah, Kwanzaa too. I have an answer to this. So you can either answer at first or I can. What a question number is it? Six. Six. And tell us if you yeah. had any. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a crazy family, and there are certainly people who love to, you know, argue, and 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 uh, I'm you know one of them. But I I think, gosh, the holidays. Yeah, my God, we had um, some we had some crazy tea happen over over our holidays it's so funny that this question comes up but we're all the same and i right i think that with my family you know i mean there's so many people that like if i see something kind of then like i walk over to someone else like i will get the hell out i'm like uh-uh there are no more arguments happening with me 
and I'm done with that. And um, I just like walk over to someone else, pretend like I didn't hear something. And I'm like, oh, wait, let me go get over here. And then whoop, now I'm over here talking to aunt so-and-so. <laughs> so I'm laughing. I think that's a great answer. I'll, I'll say. <laughs> I muted on my end. Okay. So that's like family drama. I got a text from someone that was like, I'm with, you know, so-and-so's family when the brother's girlfriend is going on an insane political rant at the dinner table. Or he didn't say insane, but he just, he kind of wrote what the rant is, but I wanted to stay like neutral. Um, He said it's worthy of like an SNL skit. Um, And I said... I think I was on a, a plane or something. I said, I would point out how inconsiderate, tone-deaf, narcissistic, and delusionally conceited one has to be to try to indoctrinate their bullshit on someone else's family at a holiday dinner. <laughs> I oh, said, wait, so this is like a, a family kid. friend? This isn't like someone in the family? It's, it's a brother. It's the brother's girlfriend who like is the first time meeting the family at this oh, like, first time, so it's, dinner. she's not part of the family yet. No, and I said, regardless of your views, anyone who would do that is nuts. Looking for validation of your personality being based on political beliefs at a fun holiday dinner is selfish. That was my. That like, is I true. Just, yeah, like that is true. Ruin a dinner, just <clears throat> right. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, there's nothing crazy to talk about. Like, there are three topics that you don't bring up, and, and like to try to force your. It, you know, beliefs or, you know, whatever on anyone else is incredibly selfish at a family function. You're like, we're already like, there's already probably a whole bunch of shit that's going on, you know, behind the scenes. Like, can we just eat our Turkey and chill the fuck out, please? Jerry, without your, I don't know why I said Jerry (laughs) without you trying to force some, you know, bullshit on us. Right. I mean, that's one of those things where if you're sitting at the table, you're like, you know, head down, right? Because, like, I, I mean, we're not quiet people, and like, we've been trained, like, we've almost been trained to not be quiet people, right? Like, you say what's on your mind, you know, all the time, right? And in fact, we should be given like a medal when, like, we don't say what's on our mind <laughs> because it's like all that we want to do is say what's on our mind all the time. Yeah, Southern but, Charm like, panel at BravoCon was like ooh. the ultimate test into being like, your guy's job is to never stay quiet. Your job is to stay quiet. <laughs> That was, and only half of you are going to listen to the rule, and the other half. The whole other charm panel at BravoCon was like, no, I mean, look, like you have to be so delusional to be like, this is a good idea. Like, regardless, someone at the table is not going to agree with you anyway, and you're just going to make people feel uncomfortable. It's a stupid thing. Um, The family drama is funny though, because like, unless it gets real intense, it always is kind of fun. But I'm like a gossiper too, or like not gossiper, but like everyone loves to tell me their their tea, and I fucking love it. I well, like knowing I like have to agree with that because for some reason I like to tell Craig all my tea as well. Yeah, and then I'll like you'll tell me something, and now you've started to say you probably already know this, Craig, I or know. you'll tell me I this, know. and you'll be like, "How the fuck do you know that?" And be like, yeah. "I don't know, Austin, but people just tend to people... tell me stuff." like to tell Craig things. That's so funny. And I'm glad that you guys reach out to us with your questions. Um, Cause we'd like to, or it makes me feel good. Cause like I said, I like to give out the advice. I just don't often take it, but I'm trying. 
we're desperately trying. Well, and, and uh, the only reason we can answer is because we've all been through it. We're way more similar, like Austin says, than you'd think. Um, Austin, we do get asked for Rex a lot, and I, I don't think we've done it on here in a while. So this says, hey, besties, I asked in the line at your show if you could give another rundown on your favorite spots to go to. A shout out. We remember this. It does not have to be long, but could you all do just a quick list of favorite places to eat and drink would be awesome. And then just a couple of fun spots around Charleston outside of food. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> wait, okay, for eating and drinking. Okay, um, we've given the usual suspects so many times, so I'm going to go out to the box here and say um, there's Vern's, okay, which is new. There's Chubby Fish, which I don't know if we've given on here before. Maybe we have, but I just think it's such a great place. They don't take reservations, but you should get there yeah. early, and it is like a family-style sharing type of restaurant. Um and then I think, can I, where have I been going to eat? As Islander of... 71 is on Isle Palms and it's awesome. Okay. okay. And then there's the it's Royal Turn, bar. which is on John's Island and Wild Olive, which is like right on in the same street. And then if you want to get a drink before either of those, it's called um, uh, Monero. So there used to be one that's downtown. It was Sean Brock's old restaurant, but Sean Brock left town, went to Nashville. But Monero is now out on John's Island, out by Royal Turn and Wild Olive, which are both. Mm-hmm unbelievable choices for restaurants but which is off downtown uh, yes and downtown our usual subset suspects share house uptown social uh dispensary you know republics there with leva you've got hall's chop house 167 raw um a couple awesome wine bars around king warehouse Street. warehouse is always a good one it's not open yet but yes small it won't be Austin and I are putting our hands in the food and bev basket in Charleston. We can't wait to share that with our besties because then we'll have a spot to direct everyone to. Um, that, Reds, that I love. That will be such a good spot to direct everyone to. Um, we'll do a better kind of paragraph on that, but just you know, don't don't spend too much in line anywhere. Just there's plenty of great places. Hop around, appetizer hop. Austin loves the darling. Um, Felix, Leon's, um, blind tiger is always a good one. Um, oh man, Felix, Ooh, Felix, Leon's Melfi's. What's our place on, um, next to, um, the place where our friends work that we always used to go and get drunk. And I sang frozen on the bar. Silver the brick. The brick. Oh, the brick. Okay. Yeah, yeah we so love the dollar. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. The and brick. then we'll talk about New Year's Eve on a later episode. I have to find out what's going on on New Year's Eve. Agreed. Single girlfriends coming in town 20 to 30 next or nice dinner for New Year's Eve night. You should go to Hall's for New Year's Eve dinner. Um, there's a million places. Uh, you know, Do you there's think a bunch they should of places. make that reservation now, though? Yes. Um, Going out after that, I bet dispensary is going to be fun. That would be my call. Dispensary or a or share house. Where would you go on New Year's Eve, downtown Austin? I mean, dispensary is always so much fun. I don't know if I'd start my night there, but like, you know, in order to have like a champagne toast and, and to feel nice and, you know, elegant and rich, let's say, as, you know, Paige says, <laughs> Let's, uh, I mean, you got to go to Halls, right? Because it's, you know, it's like a family atmosphere, right? And if 
you don't have family there, like you'll leave there feeling like you were just with a giant family all night. All right. You want to sign us off? And that's it for this episode of Pillows and Beer. Thanks for joining us, besties. Uh, it's been so much fun. We can't wait. As Craig said, we're on tour uh, more. So go to pillowsandbeer.com. Check out everything that we have there, all the updates for Pillows and Beer. And um, until next time. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.